This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Episode. Uh. One. One eleven? No. No? Uh, you've been doing so well. One ten? No. One twelve? Yes. Oh. <clears throat> well. Can't be right sure all the time. you were going to have it. But you didn't. No. So we're back. back better again. than ever. Yep. Every time we just keep getting better and better. Um, so we're Pumpkin and Peach. We're a couple from New Jersey. We podcast. We started, what? A couple years ago. A couple years ago now. Uh, coming up on three years. Um, just one day figured, hey, why don't we do this? So we did it. And we're doing it. And you're listening. And that catches you up. Wow. We like to travel, um, try new things, new foods, new places. Places that people say, oh, you got to try this place. Oh, you got to try this place. Places that we hear about. Um, We like cider. I like beer. Peach likes wine. We like a little bit of each of those. Uh, oppositely, uh, we like paranormal, we like horror, and uh, we just talk about the things we do. We're just genuinely fun people. Generally fun, genuinely fun. I think maybe either, both. I think either one of those really works, but you know, we just like to talk about things to share with you, hopefully to entertain you. And uh, if you don't live near us. Maybe it'll give you an idea of something maybe to think about that try to finding in your neck of the woods. Or if you ever come here, it gives you real good ideas of things to check out in this area. So go back and listen. If this is your first time listening, thank you. Welcome. Go back and listen to all of our other episodes. And we talk about a lot of cool stuff. And if you live in this area and you haven't listened before and this is your first time, same thing. Go back and listen to all of our stuff. And uh, you'll get a lot of good ideas to uh, a lot of places to check out, in our opinions. And, uh, yeah, and if you're a returning listener, thank you for for returning and listening, and uh, we appreciate it. Yep. We're glad you're here. We are. We're glad you're here. But, like, actually glad. Yeah, we're not fake about it. Nope. You know, because there's some things that we're fans of, or podcasts, or things that I listen to, and sometimes you can just tell how, like, kind of fake they are about stuff. Like, if they're doing ads for sponsorships and they say, like, oh, well, we're doing this for this. And, then, and somebody else will be like, ooh, that's, oh, that's so great. Like, cool. Like, you're getting, quote, unquote, I guess, paid to, to say that. Um, but we're genuine here. We don't, we don't, we don't falsify shit. We tell you the truth about things. We're honest. We don't. We don't edit. We don't spiff it up. We're real. We keep it real. Most of the time. What was most of the time? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I I found out in a roundabout way. I don't even. I don't even know if you call it in a roundabout way. Um, I I do like paid ads on my personal Instagram, and. <clears throat> I've always wondered if paid ads were like just a scam and I have come to learn that they are that For they, the most part I suppose I don't think they're yeah. all like that. Well, 
I'd say a good majority because like the products that I get offered to like quote unquote test out um it's like a wide variety from like clothes and jewelry and games and household stuff and food and drinks but for that like you have to give a positive review if you want to get paid yeah if you want to get the money for the product you have to basically word for word that go off the script they gave you use the hashtags they give and post a picture of the product with your face yeah so it's not genuine it's not real i mean Mm -mm. sometimes you may enjoy the product but even if you don't you gotta lie and say that you did and that's kind of bullshit and i'll tell you right now because i have long since gotten the money um magic spoon cereal they're one of them I didn't mind the cereal. It's just overpriced. Yeah, I didn't think it was anything great, and I definitely didn't think it was worth $9 a box. No. For a very small box. And um, Swoon Ice Tea. That shit was awful. Yeah, it was not good. Um, And, like, they both gave me a script of what I had to say in the post and the hashtags that I had to use and who I had to tag. And then I had to, like, submit the post. So it wasn't even like I could, like post the picture like they wanted in tag and hashtag and then actually write a real review like i had to go what they go with what they said but we do have given our real opinions on here about that yeah and like i said we will always keep it real if you hear us talking about something on here know that it's our honest opinion we don't like but like if you see an ad on instagram like i'd really take it with a grain of salt yeah, I mean, like, some people might only take the job if they're, like, a celebrity if it is something they use and believe in. But yeah. that's very few and far between, I would imagine. It's just like, oh, well, we're going to pay you to hawk this, and maybe you don't mm-hmm. even care. You don't even know what it is. You're just going to say what we want you to say. Yeah. I don't know. I was kind of disappointed when I got, like, the email with the first thing. the Because ma- the Magic Spoon cereal is the first thing that I did. And they're like, oh, this is what you have to say. And um, there was like a, a thing, like a disclaimer down the bottom where it's like, you may not like this product, but please do not state that in your Instagram post, in, in your social media post. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. So. All goes back to the we keep it real. Mm-hmm. So we won't ever lie to you. We'll give you our honest opinions. And even so, even if we give you our honest opinion on someone we don't like, doesn't mean that we're not going to say that you shouldn't try it out for yourself if you're really interested about it. Like, everybody's got different tastes. Like, we said, sweet and iced tea. Fucking awful. But I'm sure there's people out there that like it. I don't know why. But and I don't know how. Because it tastes like fucking... It's bad. just gross. Fucking opening a can of bad. Mm-hmm. And we still have cans of it. We can't even give this stuff away. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's what you know we're about. Um. So we did get some samples recently of some honey. Mm-hmm. So Bob's Buzzy Bees, which we've talked about before on different episodes they're a honey company based out of um yardville new jersey and they have a location in levittown now i think it's yardley yardley sorry yardley and uh 
family-owned company, and they've been around for a really long time. Since 1983. Yeah. They're older than me, but not mm. older than you. <laughs> um, and we've been buying their honey since probably like 2015, 2016, around there. Um, and they recently had posted that they had made their own hot honey. And we've said before on the podcast, like, I really like Mike's Hot Honey. And that really surprised Jeff because I don't like spicy things typically. But Mike's Hot Honey on chicken tenders is delicious. And Wawa does that if you get their um, chicken strip and mac and cheese bowl. They, like, drizzle the Mike's Hot Honey on it. And it's so fucking good. And we have talked about the Mike's Hot Honey Uts chips that we have gotten. Mm -hmm. But... I'm a little upset with Mike's Hot Honey because we did reach out to them and they just totally ignored us. Did they read the message? Yes. Oh, so they read it and, and ignored us. And then I even, I think, responded back about them like not responding and they just saw that and they just never responded. Yeah, that's shitty. So, hey, you suck. <laughs> but uh, we reached out to Bob's Buzzy Bees and we asked if we could get samples. They have two different types of honey. They have. The hot honey and then... The hot honey uh, sweet with heat and then the hot honey, the stinger. Um, The sweet with heat is their wildflower honey with crushed, dehydrated Calabrian pepper flakes mixed in. Um, As the name explains, you get a little sweetness of the honey with a little heat at the end. Um, And then the stinger has crushed, dehydrated dragon's breath pepper and its 2 million Scoville units mixed into their wildflower honey. Uh, This one's for the pepperheads, those of you with charred taste buds and the people that laugh at habaneros. Um, So they sell these basically in one pound uh, plastic squeeze bottles. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can mix and match. You can get two of the same... uh, they're 18 a piece or, or 32 for, for two. two of them. Um, and it's good. It's supporting a local business. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It's a good product. Like, we yeah. like their honey originally. Their honey is really good. Um, like I said, we've been buying it for many years. And especially, like, in the winter because I really love tea with honey in it. And we each take a spoonful when it's, like, allergy season because, like, local honey helps with that. They say that, like, raw honey helps more, but, like, it still has the allergens in the pollen. But they did mix up two little bears for us to try Mm -hmm. of each one, and I picked them up one day after work Mm -hmm. and brought them home, and we tried them. We did a video, which Jeff will post uh, on YouTube, and then a reel on here. Um, But I, I did... What's on here? Well, on it, sorry, <laughs> this sorry, is this is not Instagram. He'll post like a short on Instagram and a on uh, the video on YouTube because I think the video is about five minutes long. But um, so the the not so hot one, the sweet with heat, the sweet with heat, that is in my opinion hotter than Mike's hot honey, but it was still very tasty. Um, it would just. Where, like, Mike's Hot Honey, I tend to be a bit more liberal. This I would um, hold back a little yeah. bit and maybe and this not use so much. might be more along the lines because Mike's Hot Honey actually does have an extra hot mm-hmm. uh, variety. So that might be more on line with this. Uh, I thought it was very tasty. I like the heat. 
uh, tasted good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the stinger, which because I I like spicy stuff, so I, I was typically re- do not. Really excited to try that. Tried that. Very good, but it was hot. But it wasn't. It was nice. The sweetness from the honey, and it didn't like burn your your mouth too much. Yeah, um, I dipped my fingernail, um, because I have acrylic, so I dipped, like, the tip of my fingernail in the honey and, like, put it on my tongue, and I mean, such a small amount, and, like, I felt it all over my mouth, in the back of my throat, and I was like, holy fuck, like, so spicy, but... I thought it was very tasty. If you like spicy, then that's for you. Yeah, I drizzled some on some cornbread we had yesterday, and... We're so not good. there yet. So good. We're there in the honey spirit. <laughs> so, it was so good. Just drizzle it on your favorite stuff, you know? Dip, yeah, dip, dip your nuggets, your tenders in it. Mm-hmm. Anything, you know, honey-wise. I drizzled it on some pizza. Uh <laughs> I mean, it might be tasty in tea, too. I don't know. That'd be weird, but maybe know. you want to spice your tea up a bit. Yeah, well, I mean, there's spicy hot chocolate, Mexican hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's got, like, chili powder in it. Peach made some pork chops mm-hmm. with some buttered noodles or noodles. It was like a side, right? It was like a a butter north side, yeah. yeah. And green beans, very tasty. Um... Her pork chop game's getting a bit better. She's not the best at cooking pork chops, but she doesn't like pork chops. I no. think she, she's just got a, a grudge against pork chops, I think. I just, I'm not a fan. It was one of the meals that, like, we had frequently when I was little. And, like, so I, I was a little kid in the 90s. I'm, I was, I'm born in 80, I was born in 85. So, like, my mom... Uh, was young and we lived with my grandparents and my grandparents were like old school like you eat what's put on your plate like children are to be seen and not heard and like I love my grandparents so this is nothing against them but like there were like very strict rules about the dinner table like I didn't speak at the dinner table unless I was spoken to and if it was put on my plate I had to eat it and like pork chops was one of the things and it would be pork chops applesauce and brussels sprouts and i fucking hate brussels sprouts and i would just sit there the entire time everyone was at the table just staring at my plate willing all the food on it to disappear because i just didn't like any of it i would eat the applesauce and there'd typically be like some sort of other starch like potatoes or something noodles and i would eat that and then i would just stare at the pork chop and the brussels sprouts and like there were so many times like I fell asleep at the dinner table or like there's a picture of me like it our dining room was like off of our sunroom so like there's were there were windows past a um, sliding glass door but like you could very very clearly see it was dark outside and I'm just like sitting there slumped at the table and like my mom thought it was funny which is just mean but it was like a you put it on your plate you have to eat it and like I argued with my grandma I'm like but I didn't put it on my plate <laughs> like you put it on my plate and you know I don't like it and so like that is why pork chops are not one of my favorite things and I'm allergic to Brussels sprouts because Brussels sprouts are mini cabbages and I'm allergic to cabbage the sulfa in it 
So, like, they would physically make me gag. So, it wasn't a, I'm a picky little kid. It was, I had an allergy to a food that I was being forced to eat, and it would make me vomit. So, not fun. I agree. Pumpkin and peach childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, you can't commiserate with any of that with me. No, I like pork chops. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Brussels sprouts. So I can agree on that one. Uh, but people always be like, well, not the way that I yeah, cook them. You haven't had them cooked right. No, bitch. I'm allergic to them. I, I don't mean, want any part of them. Brussels sprouts are just gross no matter what. I don't care how you cook them. And sometimes it's not even just the 100% the flavor. It's the texture. Like, sometimes you just don't like that shit. Yeah. Not a fan. Uh, but, so yeah, and then Peach, we talked about this in the last episode, uh, gave her friend the go-ahead to bring up some beer, and uh, we got that beer. Yeah, um, my friend Mary Catherine was down in North Carolina, and I had asked her, like, hey, while you're down there, can you grab me a 12-pack of cheer wine? Because soda that's from North Carolina. We've talked about it on many episodes. It's just like a straight cherry soda. Um, it's delicious. I love it. Um, you can find it up here sometimes in the Cracker Barrels. Sometimes. But it's so good. So she grabbed me that. And then I was like, hey, if you go to a liquor store like, check for cider and beer for me. And she was like, okay. And she had sent me a picture of the cider and it was basically like everything that we've had before like just like basic stuff like woodchuck angry orchard down east um a couple of things that like i don't know it just didn't seem like anything we'd want but then she sent me a picture of this beer it's from uh sycamore brewing and it was it's a pumpkin it's a pumpkin latte blonde yeah so it's a blonde ale with pumpkin and coffee, and it's 5.8% alcohol, and like they're from North Carolina, Sycamore Brewing, and Peach gave it, she tried it, and mm-hmm. she gave it a 4 out of 5. This is so good. Like, this is one of those beers that I do like, because while, yes, it does taste like a beer, I guess a blonde ale is like a, like a lighter... Yeah, usually a lighter. Yeah. Okay, I would liken it to, like, the blonde espresso. It's, like, a lighter roast. So maybe less hops? I don't know. But, like, it's pumpkin latte. So it's pumpkin and coffee flavored. And those flavors really come through nicely. So, uh... I gave it a 4.25 out of 5. I do, I do like it. Yeah. Uh, we got the four pack of it. But one of them fell or yeah, something, Yeah, so she right? gave me one to replace it. Because I guess Trevor ended up liking it, so they kept yeah, the other two. Thought we were going to get some extras. <laughs> but, because um, she got a four-pack for herself, excited to try it. And she did not like it as much. Um, but, you know, I give Cheerwine a five out of five every time. <laughs> uh, also tried another uh, cider that our friend Chris had brought up from Monster Mania. Uh, from Bull City Cider Works, the Cherry Tart Cider. Uh, it was very good. Um, 
I just kind of opened this one and I was drinking it and I just handed it to Peach to give her a sip and she's like, oh, what's this? And I'm like, just, you know, drink it. And then she didn't want to give it back. No, it was very tasty. And somehow I only got two sips out of it. Well, it's not like you paid for it. Neither did you. Yeah, but I was there to get it. Wow. Um, yeah, that's right. Wow. You hear that, Christopher? He don't care. You weren't there to hang. You wasn't there. It's 6% alcohol. Uh, Bull City, again, they're out of North Carolina as well. A lot of good stuff come out of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very tasty. Uh, provocatively tart Montmorency cherries with semi-sweet cider will tempt your taste buds. That's the kind that the girl used in the cherry bounce in the video I watched. But not the kind of cherries that you used. No, I used sweet cherries and Jack Daniels because that's what she said she used the she previous said. year. What? I said that's what she said. What she said what? What you said she said. What? That's what she said. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a good cider. Nice cherry flavor, not medicinal cherry. It was like a... Like a, like a cherry pie cherry tasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not called cherry pie, but it's cherry tart. But it had that cherry fi- pie flavor, not like a bad cherry flavor. Like things like, like sweet, pie, yeah. not medicine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's good. I definitely want to try more stuff from them because I have been liking the things that I have gotten to try since Chris had brought them up. Um but I don't know how we'll do that because they're not available around here. I don't think we're going to North Carolina anytime soon. We and can. we don't order stuff through the mail. Uh, Peach made some meatloaf mm-hmm. for the first time. Was it the first time? Yeah. Because you said you'd never made a meatloaf before. I'd never made you a meatloaf. Oh, is that what you... Because I, what I thought was that you said you'd never made a meatloaf at all before. No, I'd never made a meatloaf for you. Peach made a meatloaf mm-hmm. with some mashed potatoes and corn. Uh, she topped it off with some ketchup and barbecue sauce. Against my better judgment, because well, I did, did not I don't want know to why. do that. Well, because Jeff was like, it needs to have ketchup on top. I don't think it didn't, never said that. My mom used to make it, or my parents used to make it. My mom usually made the meatloaf. It had tomato paste spread on top and then cooked that way. Um, like it's like a thicker tomato. It wasn't like ketchup. Um, I used to dip my meatloaf in ketchup after the fact, like when I was eating it, just like I dipped my kibasi in ketchup because that's just how I grew up eating it. Um, peaches was all right. It was a little too soft for me. I like mine to be a little bit more firm. Yeah, he wants a dry fucking meatloaf. I made him a. Moist... I, I don't know why you have to equate it to, to dry because my mom used to make firmer meatloaf that was also not dry. It was juicy, greasy, however you want to say it. it's beef. It wasn't dry. It just it was too mushy. I don't know. It just didn't have enough of a cohesion for me. I don't. I'm very texture. Apart. I'm very texture based when it comes to food. Yeah, but it didn't fall apart. Like it stuck no, but together. Like, it did stick together. And then when you but when you put it in your mouth to chew it was very like soft. soft. I don't know how you change that. I mean, it, the flavor was good. It's just the texture I, I didn't 100% care for. So, and everyone's mom 
family makes a different meatloaf. My mom made what I would call, like, the condiment, like, the refrigerator condiment meatloaf. Like, whatever condiments we had in the refrigerator at the time, she would throw it in. So it could be, like, any combination of different mustards, barbecue sauce, um, Heinz 57, A1, ketchup, um, like, whatever we had in there, Worcestershire. That's foul. Um, It was just whatever. And... No two meatloafs ever tasted the same because, like, it wasn't something we had frequently, even though I really do like meatloaf. Because it's just, like, fucking flavorful burgers because, like, like a flavorful patty because, like, you slice it. So it's just, like, you know. It's just really like a, a burger loaf yeah. what meatloaf is, really. I mean. But, like, I don't know. And, like, I know my grandma used to make meatloaf because I want to say I, my granddad really liked meatloaf. But, like, I don't remember hers. I know. The only so. meatloaf I've ever had now is yours and my mom's. Like, I never... If I ever went out to a restaurant, I never ordered meatloaf anywhere. I never ate over anybody else's house that was making meatloaf. I never had anybody else's meatloaf. And, and people that love, like, meatloaf sandwiches. Never yeah, been I, one I, for that. I couldn't do that. And, like, so my ex-husband's family, his mother used to make a cheese meatloaf. And she would, like, mix up the ingredients and roll it out flat and then sprinkle mozzarella and like roll it so it ended up looking like a cinnamon roll but it was like meatloaf and then mozzarella cheese and i don't know because like mozzarella cheese isn't necessarily like a greasy cheese like you think greasy cheese is that's like a cheddar cheese and like this meatloaf would be so greasy and it's like i want no part of eating this and like yeah it tasted all right but it's like one of those things it's like do you have to put cheese inside it like can't you just have the meat i don't know it wasn't one of my favorite things that was cooked but i enjoyed my meatloaf i thought it was tasty had nice flavor and was nice and moist because you don't want a dry meatloaf you don't want a dry meatloaf but you like a little bit more of a firm meatloaf so i don't know maybe add more breadcrumbs I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I made it was a Friday. You left work early. I was here. I made a pizza to make. Like it was all ready to go. We had Jeffrey pizza, which is a specific type of pizza. Um, It's pepperoni and hot pepper. Yeah, because I remembered to put hot peppers on it this time. Mm -hmm. Last time I didn't remember. Yeah, so um, one of the first times Jeff and I hung out, uh, he made pizza for me as like a date in, and he came over. But I made you a white pizza. Mm-hmm. With broccoli. Cause and he I asked got me. really frustrated by the dough yeah. and the scared peach because I got all frustrated and I was like. I like slammed on the, <laughs> on the kitchen table. Sometimes dough is very frustrating to work with. Oh, but the white pizza was delicious and he did let me try his pizza, which was pepperoni and hot pepper. So now that's just like affectionately named Jeffrey Pizza. Bite her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was delicious, as pizza always is. But why did I leave work early? That's the real question. Mm, because Peach is lazy. Now, hey! What? You're the guys who want to go home. That's rude. Um, we had a concert to go to. I had gotten Jeff for our anniversary tickets to go see Ghost at... The Tweeter Center. Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. The Tweeter Center. 
in Camden. The E Center. Is that app before Twitter? Yeah. Is that what you know it as? Yeah. Well, I mean, the E Center, Susquehanna Bank Center, Twitter Center. Twitter Center. Well, it was the E Center first. It was like the entertainment center, is what they call it. It was like Sony Blockbuster Entertainment Center. Uh, so people just called it the E Center. Then I believe it was the Tweeter Center. And then it was the Susquehanna Bank Center. Mm-hmm. And then it was, was it something else before it just changed, or was it still just Susquehanna Bank Center? I think Susquehanna Bank. And now it's the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Yeah. But like it was the Tweeter Center for a really long time. So in lovely old Camden, New Jersey. Yeah, fucking shithole armpit in New it, Jersey. It is kind of shitty. Um, but yeah. luckily, close to where we live now. Yeah, so um, got home, ate pizza. I took a nap because I had slept like shit the night before. Jeff went to try a couple beers at the place that's well, down the road from I us. I tried one beer at Forgotten Boardwalk in Cherry Hill. They're like seven minutes from our house. Um, they came out with the pumpkin beer, their first ever pumpkin beer. Wednesday, Adams, Adams family, like, you know, uh, based, I suppose. Like, the name is called Wednesday is from Westfield because Charles Adams was from Westfield, New Jersey. And it's a pumpkin beer. It's an Imperial. It's 8.5%. It was tasty. I only had one glass to try it. It wasn't tasty enough for me to buy a four-pack. But it is something that I would drink again. Um, but that was the only beer I got to drink because I wasn't planning on being there for very long. But then I got in a conversation with these two guys. Um, and I'm blanking on their names right now. I'm very bad with remembering people's names. Uh, but they do a convention called I Heart Horror. And we were talking about horror stuff because like, I was wearing my Joe Bob shirt. One of the guys was wearing a Poltergeist shirt because they're brothers. The other guy was wearing an Emily of the Strange shirt. Um, and we just started talking about like conventions and horror and this and that. And Conversation got away from me. And then when we were all said and done and they were like leaving, I looked at my watch and I was like, oh, fuck. It's like 10 of 4. And Peach said, oh, I left here to go there at like what? quarter to three two thirty quarter to three yeah and peach was like well i'll sleep until three fifteen, but i'm not setting an alarm you wake me up mm-hmm. so uh, then i knew at the fact that it's way past the time that she said that i was putting she wanted to get up to get ready to go so i was like fuck and if she didn't set an alarm and now it's almost four and that's when we wanted to leave the house she's not up so i had to like rush home and like i said luckily they're only like seven minutes away so i got here at like five of four and i'm like you gotta get up you know shit happened and i told you to set an alarm and um so she got up after a bit and we left here because we didn't really know what the parking situation was going to be like because there was a lot of like oh you could prepay parking and all this stuff but that was sold out sold out that sold out right away and um so then me being like confused or or longer at the beer place than I wanted to having a conversation which was a cool conversation and then Peach getting up and us going there not really knowing about the parking like I just jumbled everything like I didn't I was going to bring some a cooler with some drinks in it so we could tailgate a little bit either before or after depending on if it was like taking a long time to get out we got there at like 4.30 and uh the gates weren't opening until 6. 
So we still had time, so we just kind of sat there and lot because we got pretty lucky, got a pretty close lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty stupidly priced, 40 bucks to park. Yeah. Like, shit, man. Sometimes that's more expensive than the fucking tickets. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, at Susquehanna, well, Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, they'll have, like, the lawn tickets sometimes for, like, 25 bucks. Well, if I'm buying the fucking tickets for $25... I'm paying, like, twice that to fucking park here to see this. Like, that's some shitty shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we parked, uh, and it was very close to this. You know, it was right next to it, and we didn't have, like, VIP or Premier parking or anything like that. It's still 40 bucks, but you could... They only... Which was weird. They only took debit card or credit cards. They didn't take cash. So that was like weird because usually it's the other way around. Like you got to have cash, mm-hmm. but now it's like no, we only take cards, no cash. Uh, parked, sat there for a bit, uh, then we got in line. Everybody was starting to line up for the doors to open at seven. Uh, got in line, stood in line for a bit. It was a little warm, kind of warm out. I think and a little bit of humid. Which, it was supposed to rain and thunderstorm, and we were kind of worried that what was going to happen if they were going to, like, postpone it or cancel or whatever. But the weather totally changed, and it didn't rain at all. Didn't do anything. It was just, like, sunny and, like, clear. Yeah. Um, Because we were really worried about that, because for, like, the full week leading up to the concert, it showed just, like storms like thunderstorms morning and evening and it's like well fuck like yeah would it be shitty to have to watch a concert in the rain of course it would because we were on the lawn so we're not under anything so we'd get wet but it's like if it thunders or lightnings they'll fucking cancel the show Mm -hmm. and then it's like well will i get my money back will they reschedule like what'll happen so it would just be a huge hassle. And then Friday came, and like Jeff said, weather was fantastic. It rained a bit in the morning, mm-hmm. and but then it cleared up, sunny skies, and I was looking at, kept looking at the weather, and I'm like... Yeah, by 11.30, it was like sun was out and shining. So we got there, we got inside, um, bought a hat. I didn't buy a shirt this time because I didn't really like any of the designs in the shirts. Um... But I bought a hat because it was a cool hat and I liked it, so I bought it. But even so, like, and then, like, all the drinks and shit in there, like, so expensive for water or alcoholic beverages. They had these, like, ooh, it comes in a little plastic shaker, like, novelty drink. And it's, like, 22 fucking dollars. And a lot of ice and a lot of mixers. So you're basically only probably paying for, like, an ounce and a half of actual alcohol. If even that much. Yeah, because these like, cups were small to begin with, these little shakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're super cute. They're not really cute. I mean, it's a little fucking shaker. What's cute about that? Because I wanted one. It's super cute for you to overcharge me for this. Yeah, but I didn't get one. And then, like, the frozen drinks they used to have went back when it was, like, the Tweeter Center. They were, like, these, like, long neck guitar tubes that they would fill up with a slushie and you'd get a giant straw. And... I remember going to all the warp tours underage, being like, I want one of them so bad, and like no one would buy me one. So they're like, No, I don't want to get in trouble. Because um, if they if they caught you walking around with booze and you were underage, you got kicked out. 
I mean, maybe I'm just blocking it out or I didn't even think about it at the time, but like, I don't even remember them selling alcohol at Warp Tours. Oh, yeah. Like, I just always remember drinking just like Mountain Dew and like sodas and shit. They, they had, had all that stuff, but like, <clears throat> I all never those bars, noticed alcohol, yeah. you know, maybe so I just wasn't of age at the time. Yeah. And I was just like, well. Um, but then I did finally get one of those long neck guitars years later at an XTU show, and it was delicious and ridiculously overpriced. But um, they had, so it's like a new bar that's in there now that does the frozen drinks. And it's called like the Blue Piranha or something. Or the Bar Piranha. I don't know. But they have like a piranha shaped glass that they, and they have two sizes. And the one was like 16 and then the larger one was 22. And it's like, I'm not paying $22 for, can you grab me something for a frozen drink? Like that's ridiculous. Ugh. You gotta stop not finishing drinks, Peach. So, um, <clears throat> they so, also don't allow you to bring in chairs anymore. And you bring like, in a blanket, but it has to be a certain size. Yeah, they're like weird about stuff. So, for like 15 bucks, you could rent a chair. So, I was like, fuck it, I'm renting a chair. And I told Jeff that I would happily rent him one, too. And I told her I didn't want her to rent me one because I could just sit on the ground and, and I offered to buy him a blanket because, like, this was an anniversary gift. So, like... But I think if you're sitting in the chair, a lot of people up on the lawn, like... A lot of people did rent chairs, but it's like... A lot of people were standing as well. And it's like, well, I don't want you to rent, spend money on renting chairs and then have people stand in front of us. And then we have to stand up and then there's no point in the fucking chair anyway. Yeah, well, I sat in the chair for the majority of, like... Well, all of, like, the time waiting and then... The first, the opening band. Cookie Monster and the Vikings. Yeah. <clears throat> what was the real name? I think their real name was like Amon Amarth or something. They're, They're like a Viking from band from Sweden. And they got the whole Viking thing going on there. Their stage like setup was really cool with these big mm. like statue looking things and like a boat. And, but it's just, and the music sounded really nice and like skilled. But the singing, no. Like I said, he sounded like Cookie Monster. Yeah, and, like, some of their songs, they had this one called Row, or maybe the song's not even called Row, but they chant Row, and Something all, about wars. <clears throat> all of these fucking people went running all around the lawn, and, like, all right near us, and they're all sitting on the floor, like rowing, like pretending they're to row. They're described as a Swedish melodic death metal band. Mm. They've been around since 1992. Wow. Uh, so it says, I don't know if it's been in this same kind of iteration or if it's how much it changed over the years, but hmm. it does say formed in 1992. But like people around us definitely were digging them. They knew the words to the songs. They were rowing. They were raising their horn. All that. Put your stuff. back into the oar. That's the name of the song. Yeah, but they like chant row and like all the people row. Yeah. And like we had a friend, we had a couple friends that were like down in the seats in the stadium. And like Jeff's one friend, Eric, got a video of people in the seats rowing. And it's like, Jesus Christ. People were rowing up near us. Whole shit ton. People were coming from all over the fucking lawn. And it's like, you could row in where you were sitting. Yeah. Stay where you are. Stay stationary. Row, row, row your own boat. Like, just stay over there. Like, you don't have to join in on this. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, like, you think it's going to, like, what? It's going to go viral or something. You can be like, I was a part of that big giant boat, not my own little boat over here. Yeah. Like, 
You you could just have a kayak, a one man boat. Like you can do it. You can do it yourself. Yeah, but like a shit ton of people were rowing. They did that for that, and they, a lot of people ran over because they were starting kind of like a little bit of a circle pit, like a mosh pit. And like some kids were in there, I'm like, somebody's gonna get hurt because some of these guys just don't fucking care. Yeah. Like so. And so like where we were standing on the lawn, we were probably like I don't know, like four or five people over from where the the makeshift pit was, and like they they were getting a little rowdy. I'm like Jeff did the whole like he like moved up and stood in front of me. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I, I don't want you to get hurt. So well, like, no, we're like five people back. That was kind of like. After that whole thing happened, but it was this was during Ghost when that happened. Oh. Because I just saw these guys. One guy had his shirt off, and he started moving, and I'm like, I just feel like they're getting ready to just be fucking assholes and start a pit or start being crazy right here. So I just kind of stood in front and to the side of Peach, and she was oh. just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I feel like these guys are about to start being assholes, and I'm not going to let you be, like, there without something in front of you so i appreciate that um but yeah cookie monster and the vikings like i said it's great if you like this band or whatever and i'm sure a lot of people do but just not, not our thing not something i could see myself listening to i mean if the singing was different maybe but yeah so and it was just them they were the only opening band mm-hmm. so which was nice yeah that is nice sometimes and then they were done by like they went on at like seven thirty because that's when it started, and they went on for like an hour, so they were done by like around eight thirty. And then it took maybe like half an hour to break down their stage because like they had a very intricate setup. They had two like big Viking statues, and then at one point they had a fucking sea serpent up there, and like the dude was like fighting it with Thor's hammer, and Loki was on stage, and yeah. shit was just walling out it was crazy yeah what she said it was something out walling whatever that is like i don't, I... I don't, I don't know it was you, just... you, so you don't even know but you're saying things you don't even know but so they had to they had to break that down because ghost stuff was already set up behind their stuff so they just really had to break their stuff down and then be ready and then ghost played and it was a great concert again. Mm-hmm. You know, the it is the Reimperator, and they haven't really put out anything new besides like a album of covers recently. So it was sort of the same kind of show that we saw last year. I mean, they did play some different songs that we didn't get to hear last time, so it was cool to see some different songs. I mean, it's cool to see this, the ones we already saw again, but seeing songs that you didn't get to hear last time live. So, um, it was a great show. They put on a great show. Um, it's just a, it's a fun time, and uh, we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Right, little Peach. Yeah, um, Ghost is not like my favorite band, but I do enjoy the performance that he puts on, and I do enjoy the majority of the music. I just don't really understand. Um, there's like a story behind the different papas and cardinals and Jeff has tried to explain and there's like a YouTube video thing and honestly it's just too much 
stuff to go with songs like it's too much i don't need a story with my music she likes to pretend she knows the words i do know a lot of the words okay i do all right I believe you are obsessed you play the music all the time and because you play it and we share an amazon account it shows up on my stuff sometimes oh i don't know why that would happen nothing ever shows up on mine because of you because i listen to weird stuff um but yeah it was a great show, and I hope they come around again soon, like next year, because I definitely want to go see them again. Hopefully, they'll have put out another album by then. But um, that's just more story for the mythology. So th- this Papa might be coming to an end. People have theorized, and it seems like it's going that way. And people seem to think that when it gets towards the end of 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 papa his masks start to look angrier and they said that his mask looked angry this time if you saw him up close so they feel like it's getting ready for some change to happen um i don't know i don't know about that so but i just feel like there should be a change coming if it's gone on with what has gone on so far like they have put out a new album this papa has been around for two albums. What well, he was Cardinal Copia first, and then he became Pop Papa the Fourth. Um, so it's kind of like <laughs> you just you, your music. Your band doesn't need to have a story. It's just fun. Shit. It's a fun story Although, to go along with it. Who who is the band where all of their songs link into each other? Um, Coheed and Cambria. Yes, I. I do want to like look into all of that because I really do like them, and I heard that and I was like, "Oh, I'm intrigued." We got real lucky with getting out of the parking lot because we yeah. got to the car. But, hold on, I want to appreciate ghosts for a minute. Oh, so appreciate Cookie Monster and the Vikings. We're like, "What's up, Philadelphia?" Bitch, we're not in Philly. We're in Camden, and you know, Camden is New Jersey. And Philadelphia is Pennsylvania. They are two different states. And yes, they They're are right separate. across the river from each other. But, but we are not in Philadelphia. We are in Camden. You're not at the Electric Factory. You're not at Union Transfer. You're not at any venue in Philadelphia. Yeah, you're at you the motherfucking Tweeter Center. In Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. That's where you are. And um, Papa, just fucking weird, um, was like doing his bit in between the songs and like amping up the crowd and everything and he was like uh something something the dude's name doesn't really know where we are well even from the beginning like well, he, he was, was saying like, camden, camden. And, and new jersey yeah. and like when he's like amping up the crowd like in the between like the, in the middle of a song this is me appreciating them I'm just saying okay. but in the middle so, of, you're thinking of something that happened later where he was describing yes and I I was getting there. I know, but I'm just saying he even from the Alka set he was saying Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Later on he explained more. Well, what I was getting at is like he said that the other people the other guy he was like, Oh, he doesn't know. It's like we're in Camden, not Philadelphia and he was like, Even though we love Philly and he starts listing off all the uh, venues in Philly that he's played at and like me and Jeff are like when the hell did he play at the truck? Because the truck's been closed for a while. Which, and not as long as we have thought. No, It just but, feels like it's been a long yeah. time. And, like, that was, like, my one of my favorite venues. It probably was my favorite venue in 
Philly to go see music at. Just because the feel in there was awesome when you were on the floor, like, and a pit would go, like, you'd feel the floor vibrating and just the music. It it had good acoustics. It was just a fun place to be. But um, he said that he played there, Union Transfer, and the Electric Factory, and he called it the new name because it's not the Electric Factory anymore. Um... Uh, Franklin Music Hall, I think yeah. that's what they call it. But it's just like, it was very impressive where it's like, he tours all over and he like pulled out all of those names, which was just very impressive. And it's like... And even if it's not like, okay, he could have like readied himself for this show. Like, hey, I'm playing here. Mm-hmm. I need to know boom, boom, boom this. Even if he like studied, you know, to re- just to refresh himself, he still made the effort. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know where you are. And that's appreciated. Because, like, it fucking sucks whenever you see anyone at um, the Tweeter Center. They're like, oh, Philadelphia. It's like, You're not we're not in Philly. Philly. Like, we are across the river in New Jersey. And through the woods. Yeah. No woods. It's just really right across the river. But still. Mm-hmm. You're not in Philadelphia. You're not in Pennsylvania. You're in New Jersey. And you're yeah. in Camden. So, just like one of those little pet peeves. It's like, know where you are. Yeah. And I was, you know, pet peeving on that that night, too. And I was like, oh, we're not. We're in New Jersey. And then when they came on. And then fucking someone brought up the Rangers. Um, Papa brought up the Rangers. And it's like, what are you doing? And he got Well, because he had mentioned about, um, I think, the Jesus, their helper. Yeah. Saying that he was from New York. Yeah. And then he would mention the Rangers because he was from New York. And the Rangers are not liked in New Jersey. So they got booed. Or in Philadelphia. Yeah. So as soon as they were done with the encore, like we just hauled butt out yeah. of the place, got to the car, got out very easily. Like we were end of show, got to the car, we were home within. 30 minutes 25 yeah 30 yeah. minutes like it would have been sooner but i made jeff stop at um wawa we both got some fries because i've been wanting some fries i'd smelled fries earlier in the day and then peach was like i'll buy you some fries yeah and i i got chili cheese fries jeff got regular fries and then we split a pumpkin cheesecake smoothie from wawa. i wouldn't say we split it um, I would did. say Peach drank about three quarters of it. Jeff fucking took it, sipped it, and ran the fuck away. Yeah, but I still didn't drink all of it. Mm-hmm. Not even half of it. Um, but it was very tasty. But yeah. So we were home just after, like, midnight. Or just before. Either just before or just after. And we went to bed. Yeah. It was just... We are tired. Um, we're mm-hmm. old. We're old. Yeah, um, and we didn't even do anything. We just sit there and or stand there. We stand, stood for ghosts, which pretty much anybody, even if they rented a chair, everybody was mm-hmm. pretty much standing at that point. Um, chairs were just rented for opening bands because uh, <laughs> everyone was just sitting during that and rowing. Uh, so it was just very conducive to that opening band because you had to row, so you needed somewhere to sit. Um <laughs> Peach finally got one of her her other anniversary gifts came in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff got me two things for our anniversary. He got me a Dash Ghost Pumpkin. No. 
Dash Ghost Waffle Maker. So I already have the pumpkin one and it just, it's a waffle, like it looks like an Eggo on the one side and on the other it's um, a ghost. And the one that I already have, it looks like a pumpkin. Yeah, I had to. I ordered this originally from Williams Sonoma. They fucking suck ass. It was on back order. They never notified me. I had to keep checking, and they just kept getting pushed back every time I would check. Like, oh, it's supposed to be here this time, this date. Oh, now it's going to be here at this later date. Now we're going to push it back till like September when we're supposed to be here in the beginning of August. So I was like, fuck that. I found it somewhere else, and ordered it from there. They shipped it out. It was on its way, so I canceled it from Williams Sonoma, and um, I will never order from them again. Or use them again, or anything with them again, and then this one came in the mail, no problem. Yeah, um, and I cook breakfast on the weekends, hot breakfast for Jeff, and and for myself, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Just um, for me. And he, I was like, oh well, what do you want? And he was like, ghost waffles. So I pulled out both the waffle makers, made a shit ton of pumpkin flavored waffles. Um, with the pumpkin mix I got from World Market, pumpkin pancake mix. Um, they were delicious. Killian really liked it because he had one later that day when he came over. <laughs> they could really make like a ghost waffle maker. You can make papa waffles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and while I was cooking the waffles, I was also prepping dinner because we had beef stew for dinner on Saturday. Um, I know it's not, like, officially fall yet. We still have almost a month left of that because fall doesn't officially kick off until the 23rd of September. But um, the temperature definitely has dipped a little recently. And Jeff and I are just really feeling all of that. So I made beef stew. And it was tasty. It's just... It's just a great feeling to have something cooking in the crock pot, like a beef stew or a chili, and just like having the smells and having it just be in your own space and like just lounging on the couch, feeling, I guess, cozy for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. and just being like, yeah, this is just, this is good stuff. Uh, oh, Jeffrey. What? Excuse me. I don't know. We were talking about something, but I don't remember now. Something about beef stew, smelling spaces. I don't know. Smelling spaces. Smelling spaces. And then we had to pause. Um, so after I got like the beef stew in the crock pot and stuff, um, there's only <laughs> this past weekend and then this coming weekend left of like summer weekends using the pool. Because... I I thought that the pool said that it was open until, like, the middle of October just on the weekends, but now I can't find that email. But, um, because, like, right now it's open. It's open every day of the week, uh, like, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all all seven. Um, but then after Labor Day, it goes to being only open on the weekends through September, I think is what the email said. But, um, I told Jeff, I'm like, I, I want to lay out for a little while, and he came to the pool with me, and we hung out, and then um, I noticed while I was laying out, I was getting, like, a red rash, like, I don't know, like, it, it was like a red wavy line on, like, my one leg, and a bit of my stomach, and my one arm. So this, to interrupt, it, okay. the email that I found about the pool said... 
Their pool will be open for you starting tomorrow, May Saturday, May 27th. So I got mm-hmm. this back. At, and it's only open until Monday, the 4th of September. Oh, okay. So that's it. Labor Day, it's done. Okay. Yeah, all right. So next weekend is it. Yeah, so I'll be there. Even though it's supposed to be kind of cooler next weekend. Yeah, as much as I can be. But um, I told Jeff, I was like, I want to enjoy it a little bit this weekend. And I, this past weekend. And I knew that we more than likely weren't going to get over there on Sunday. Because we run errands and stuff Sunday morning. And um, so we went over. And then while we were there, um, I was supposed to do my one friend's hair for a photo shoot. But then she ended up getting like caught up with... Uh, doing stuff at her house and she's like I'm not going to be able to make it over to your house to have you do my hair and then make it to the other place to get the pictures taken and I was like well that's fine like it's up to you not forcing you to let me do your hair um so she was like thanks for offering and I said to Jeff I'm like well our day just opened up do you want to after we go to the pool my day was always opened up because I didn't give a shit about hair so um uh, you're so rude. I'm just saying. Well, you're just so rude. Um, so while we were at the pool, we were talking and I was like, well, after we're done, do you want to take a drive to World Market? Because we haven't gone in a really long time, in almost a year. Um, like, it, we went during Christmas time. We went in the fall and then during Christmas time. Um, actually, we went three times last year because we tried to go gnoming. Yeah, that didn't work out well. Yeah, so maybe we went three times. But, um, so we went, and we went to the one that is in... Lansdale. Lansdale, because we also wanted to hit up a Halloween store that's in... Levittown. Levittown. And it's like... It's this cool little store that's like year-round. They They sell costumes. They sell like, um... So it's basically if you would take a Spirit Halloween, wrap it inside of like a Hot Topic slash Spencer's Gifts. Like they have all the cool horror toys and... Purses and shirts and hoodies and... um, So it's like if you rolled in like Spirit Halloween, Spencer's Gifts, Hot Topic and like maybe a booth or two at a convention, a vendor, like a vendor booths at a convention into a brick and mortar store. Yeah. Um, they also had, like, Christmas stuff, too. Um, it was cool. Uh, a lot of the stuff in there is, like, collectible stuff, so that stuff's super pricey. Yeah. But, I mean... They had it, shirts, posters, toys, action figures, you know, ornaments. Costumes. Costumes, decorations. Um, uh, welcome mats. Welcome mats. Christmas ornaments. Um, masks. Props like stuff that you set up like and we I got some pictures of that. We went in this like they had this little like I wouldn't we, call it a room, but it a was little, like a tent, like a tarped tent. But it was inside and they had like all their like I don't know if they sell this stuff. I like don't know, animatronics and yeah. creepy stuff. They have a giant Krampus, like huge Krampus. Uh, and it's called Scare Pros. It's in Levittown, New Jersey. And it's cool. And again, you should always go. You should go check it out because uh, it's cool to have like a, a year-round Halloween but store. But y- you have to go in knowing that the stuff that they sell is collectible stuff, so yeah. it is on the pricier side. Yeah, and then like I don't understand how it works sometimes with like what, how much they sell stuff for, and how much you could just buy it for online. 
if that's easier for you if you're not near them like I feel like their store would be a lot better suited like in the age before like the internet like if you just oh there's a store and I can buy stuff from here but like now it's like well I can order most of it online like it is cool to be able to like go and see certain things in per- in person. They have a lot of like trick or treat studios purses. They had um, what's that brand that I have? I have two pairs of their shoes. You bought me one too. Um, I, don't know. I, I forget the name of it. Uh, Coven something. I don't know. They're they like have like Halloween and horror related like. <sighs> girls shoes and they've been doing a lot of collaborations with like the terrifier crew like they you know did an art clown doll and they did like exclusive posters and t-shirts and stuff and like that's cool but again for me personally especially since now that we've moved in our own place and i've realized how much stuff i actually have and Jeff's just not collecting anymore. So, like, yeah. while the store had a ton of awesome stuff, it just unfortunately not for us. And, like, the things that we were hoping to find there, they didn't have. Because they they had said that they carry, like, some Johanna Parker stuff and were, um, well, I am trying to look for a specific Johanna Parker or Joanna, however you say it, um, uh, kitchen mat. It's black with candy corn all over it. It's so cute. I kicked myself for not buying it when I saw it online. Cause well, I thought we were still looking for the doormat that said glow away. Oh, well, yeah, that too. Um, but, yeah, all this stuff is just stuff that I wouldn't collect anymore. Like mm-hmm. the reaction figures or like just figures in general and collectible stuff. It's just stuff that I'm not buying anymore of. You know, I don't have the space for it. I have enough of stuff already. I'd rather spend my money on experiencing things and like going to conventions or meeting people or traveling to places instead of just stuff that's going to sit on a shelf or Yeah, but whatever. like if you're in your collecting era... And you're um, near Levittown, Pennsylvania. I would definitely go check it out because it's super cool. And, like, he had, or they have, a ton of stuff. Like, you name the horror movie, they have it. Like, they have so many figures. Like, so many things for Halloween that I've never seen before. Um, it just super cool. It was a very cool store. And they also have, like, cool, like, t-shirts and hoodies, like, just promoting their own store. And they're pretty, mm-hmm. like, they're Halloween, like, you know, animation, like, design. It's just a cool, like, logo-esque kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, those are cool. Um, but, yeah, since I'm not buying anything anymore, it's just... It's not a store we need to go to. Yeah. But, I mean, okay. check it out if you, you know, they had a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got to World Market. Uh, I was a little disappointed with their fall selection of, like, their fall selection this year. I feel like the past two years it was definitely better. Um, but this year they do actually have Halloween stuff. And, like, we talked about how last year we went around this time expecting Halloween. And it's like, oh, well, duh. They're not going to have Halloween stuff because we're the only people that celebrate Halloween. Like, it's not necessarily true. I mean, we're the ones that celebrate it in a certain way, but it is starting to pop up more sometimes in other countries. But that's like a very American holiday. Like, they yeah. don't celebrate it in England. In England, it's Guy Fawkes Night. and. But again, in the same vein, it's world market. We're part of the world. Yeah. So carry that stuff because of us. So they did have that. 
but they now are carrying a ton of Cadbury candy, which they never had before. They had the Milka and the... Candy, 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 the, candy. What's the other purple one? Um, Milk bar. No, it's Milka. Milk, milk, murmur, murmur. There was another one. They make the violet crumble. Slippy, slappy. But they make... An, there's like another purple Pretty sure that was brand. Cadbury. No. Oh, maybe. But there's like another one that is purple that they carry. And I always, it always tricks me. But I like looked at it and I, was, I did like a double take. And I'm like, oh my god, that's actually like Cadbury stuff. So I got a picnic bar. I got Cadbury eclairs. Um, and I got something else Cadbury. And then you got something Cadbury. We just bought a bunch of shit. Like, we hadn't been there in a while. so Yeah. And we got chocolate Dodgers. And Jeff got chips and pickles. And... I posted a picture of, of all the stuff we got on our social media last night just to say, hey, this is all stuff that's going to be coming up. We're going to be trying and, you know, we're going to be talking about it. But, yeah, I posted a picture of everything. Uh, oh, Crunchy Rocks. That's what I got. I got some chips. Uh, oh, and you got a Star Bar. We got a star bar. She got some Halloween peeps. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of different Cadbury stuff. I got some Kex things or something from like I think. Were they from Sweden or somewhere? Sweden or Finland? They're like chocolate, kind of like Kit, Kit Kat, Kat bars, but they're filled with chocolate as well, like the wafers, uh, covered in chocolate and filled with chocolate. Um, oh, I got tart cherry spread. I got my favorite ginger snaps from Sweden. I got some pickles. Um, I did say that. I got um, pickles. a uh, pumpkin panettone. I got pumpkin pie syrup. I got pumpkin spice creamer. I got cranberry lime French soda. Halloween pasta. Yeah. Which we've had previously. i gotten it from TJ Maxx. Um but it's cheaper at World Market. I got some Caroline Kettle, Carolina Kettle potato chips down uh, East Carolina barbecue flavor. And one's called Bee Sting. So I think they're kind of like honey hot, I think. I'm hoping. Yeah, and then got Pumpkin Ghost and Frankenstein Peeps. I got some Kit Kats. They have these Japanese Asian Kit Kats that you usually can't find. I got some cantaloupe flavored ones before. And those were delicious. Uh, but now I got banana c- caramel and caramel pudding flavors. Yeah, I'm they're a bit pricey. I hope they're good because they're like ten dollars for like a bag. Holy crap! Yeah, they're like nine ninety nine each. Wow. Yeah, they're pricey, but where else are you gonna find them? Yeah, you know? and that's why I got like I bought basically everything of Cadbury that I had never had before, and they had like the different Cadbury spreads, and they. I almost bought three other Cadbury things, but, like, Jeff talked me out of it. They had Cadbury brownie mix, and Jeff was like, you make delicious homemade brownies. Like, you don't and need you to make... you made that flourless chocolate cake. Like, between yeah. that and the homemade brownie thing that you just did recently, like, you don't need that mix. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. And then they also... What? Well, because I also bought, like, the salami whips, and I don't know where I put those at. Oh, they fall out of the bag. Oh, no, I think everything's still in the bags over here. I didn't put anything away. Never mind. <laughs> everything's still in the bags right behind me uh, in our dining area. Uh, nothing was put away. Um, they also had, like, 
sponge cake cup things and like one was like chocolate and the other was like caramel chocolate and I like had them in my hand but for two cups it was like nine dollars and Jeff was like do you really want to spend that much money and it's like I didn't but it's like I want to try this and then they had like uh two or three maybe four different like Cadbury jars of spread they had like the milk chocolate one and they had like a crunchy one and then like a caramel one so I didn't get any of them because I've actually had them before Jeff got me that stuff for Christmas years ago but uh then we came home uh picked up Killian Mm -hmm. came home had the beef stew which was very tasty thank you um and then we started with Killian. We started into the uh, Kevin Smith View of Universe. So we've been showing him some of the movies. We showed him Clerks. So far, we showed him Clerks, Mallrats, and Chasing Amy. And he's seen some of these movies previously, but like now, it's like, well, he's he's not. It's not just on in the background. Like he's actively watching it. Yeah, and we were using those as like, you know, because we've been watching movies with him or, or movies and putting them in our paid subscription area and talking about these movies. Um, not as entertaining with Killian involved. He doesn't talk very much. Um, yeah, I think he's just awkward and he doesn't know what to say. Um, yeah, I suppose. I mean, because when I was his age, I was watching these movies, but they do deal heavily in like sexual... Uh, references and yeah. stuff like that. So I guess maybe he might feel awkward in that to talk about those kind of things with us around or whatever. But we recorded an episode about Clerks. Uh, we recorded the episode. Uh, we haven't recorded Mallrats yet. Mm-mm. But just Clerks. He didn't really talk much. No. So uh, only me and him watched Chasing Amy because Peach did not. No. Uh, so... I don't know. We're going to have to record the Mallrats episode, and then I guess, I don't know, Chasing Amy is just basically going to be me talking about it, because Peach didn't watch, and Killian's probably not going to say anything. No, I have beef with that movie. No, it's not that movie's fault, and I feel bad about it, but... But I think, you know, unless he, you know, is actually going to speak up more, that might not be a, a feature any longer on our subscription uh, yeah. thing because it's you know it's not as advertised because he doesn't really contribute much to the episodes because he doesn't really say too much um yeah um so then went to bed got up pretty early sunday i made jeff breakfast again a giant fucking ham and cheddar omelet that mm-hmm. i thought we were going to split but then it turned out that it was just for me no i had yogurt and granola yeah so i'm like wow that's a big omelet she's like, well you know it's for us so i'm like well who's that for she's like us and then it was just for me yeah but you ate the whole thing i did eat the whole thing it was very tasty <laughs> i did use my sweet and spicy chick-fil-a sauce on it i did put it on a little part first before because if you listen to the last episode, I kind of got screwed myself by drenching stuff in things before I know if it tasted good. So this, I just tried it in a little part first, and then I realized, hey, that tastes really good, and then I put more on. Um, and some English muffins, because we got them on sale recently. And, mm, I forgot how much I really like English muffins. They were very tasty. I forgot how much I don't like English muffins. Uh, well, that's cool. <laughs> so those are all yours. Um, and then we just went around and did some errands. We went to, like, 
ShopRite and Walmart and Marshalls and... Doing all, like, the bogus grown-up stuff that... And what we found, but mainly Peach found, is what I had been looking for, but I overlooked it even though I was looking at the end cap, were the ghosty measuring cups um, from Marshalls. Oh, my God, tell Carrie you found them. Um, yeah, she was really looking. She was! I don't even believe it. Uh, but, yeah, I've been looking for these for, like, since last year... They have these ghost measuring cups, and it's just like a a third, a quarter, a half, and a full cup. Um, and they're in the shape of ghosts, and they're very fun. And they had two sets on the end cap, and I didn't even notice them, so I was looking at the bottom shelf, and then Peach came up, and she's like, what are you, stupid? It's right here. Yeah, I... So I was, like, looking at other stuff, and, like, I walked up behind him, because he was looking at an end cap, and I'm like, what the fuck is he looking at? And I'm, like, looking what he has in his hand, and I see... Like, the two fucking sets of measuring cups. And I'm like... Like... It's, and I'm like, I stared at him for probably like 20 seconds before I like picked it up. I'm like, are you stupid? Well, I didn't even see it. That's why I wasn't even looking. Uh, but got those. So I was happy about that. Not as happy as if I would have found them myself. Because, you know, I wasn't looking at the top shelf. But um, still happy that we have them. Even though I, you know, don't do any baking. So I'm not going to be using them per se. But I just, for some reason, I just like them. Uh, they're just fun. There was a cauldron set we found, but it wasn't as cool. The ghost And one of them wasn't labeled. Like, you didn't know if it was, like, in a measuring thing that you just didn't label, or it was just, like... The ghost measuring cups are super cute. Like, super cute, but 110% impractical. Like, 110%. Well, yeah, but, you know... They're cute, though. Gonna have to use them. Okay. Because, you know, that's what we're doing now. Then we went to, like, the dollar store. So, I'm on, like, Halloween slash Christmas craft TikTok right now. And I'm not mad about it. I don't really know how I got on that side of TikTok. But that's where I'm at. And this one girl was like, oh, look at what I did with... They have, like, a wire pumpkin form. It's, like, half of a pumpkin. And it's, like, a oblong... Like a wide pumpkin with probably, I don't know, three or four like lines up it. And it's just like a wireframe. And she got twine and she wrapped the twine. And then she put like the little pumpkins and the leaves and flowers down the bottom and made the cutest little wreath. And I said to Jeff, I'm like, I don't want to do like a fall wreath. I want to do a pumpkin, but have it have like the purple and red flowers and like the witch hat and like a Halloweeny one. And Jeff was like, okay, yeah, we can do that. Um, so went to Dollar Tree and they had, and they also have a witch hat wire form as well. They had the pumpkin wire form. They had probably a hundred of them. There were so many. Um, but everything to decorate is covered in glitter. And Jeff and I don't like glitter. And I definitely like, to put a wreath on the front door outside that had glitter on it would be one thing, I suppose, because you're not really, like, it wouldn't be inside per se, but, um, it, it's definitely, like, to craft it inside, it's gonna bring glitter inside, and I don't want to deal with that. So, I unfortunately did not get any of that stuff, but after the Dollar Tree... We went to the liquor store. We did 
pick up some some candy at the Dollar Tree, mm-hmm. some licorice. Um, Different flavors of the um, blue New lemonade, Zealand. Swedish fish. Mm-hmm. We got some, yeah, the licorice, the Wiley Wallaby. We had green apple. We mm-hmm. have tried that. It was good. Yeah. It's very, very nice flavor. Uh, soft, not like extra hard, chewy licorice. I hate that shit. Um, yeah, we went to the liquor store. And um, last year for Christmas time, we did an alcoholic advent calendar with like the little mini shot bottles. So we're doing that again this year. And like the point of the bottles that we're buying this year is stuff that we've never had before. So currently, I mean, last year was stuff we haven't had before either. Yeah, but, but like last year, I it started off because I bought that advent calendar for me and my friend Amy. I feel like it's going to get harder to do that. Oh, a hundred percent. Because there's only so much that you haven't had until yeah. you keep doing this. Gonna end and, up with like an all gin and tequila one because we don't fucking buy that stuff. Um, Unless they come out with like different flavors of things that we can get our hands on. Yeah. Um, so we have 18 out of 25 bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of fun stuff. Um, so we're still on the hunt to finish it out. And then we gotta, I don't know, just sit on the stuff until the 1st yeah. of December. Waiting patiently until the 1st of December. Yeah. And like some of the stuff we got, so like rum chata came out with a pumpkin spice and we have that. And a coconut cream as yeah. well that we haven't had. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some really tasty stuff mixed in there. Well, we hope. Yeah. We haven't had it, so we don't well, know. Well, yeah, we hope it's good. Um, went to Target. Mm-hmm. Didn't find the Charlie Brown. It's a great pumpkin Charlie Brown cereal, even though they say it's out and other people have found it. And it says it's in stock at these ones near us, but it's not fucking on the shelves, so... But I did get non-dairy uh, pumpkin spice whipped cream. I got maple-flavored butter. Um, I got some other, like, pumpkin spice treats. And while we were at Walmart, which was in this shopping trip, um, we were getting walnuts because I'm going to be making... Um, zucchini bread again and I want to put walnuts in it there was a box of like the chocolate chip morsels that was on clearance for 74 cents I'm like oh what flavor is that and Jeff was like they're espresso flavored so we bought all they had yeah they had four bags so basically we got all four bags for and we've never had them so but how could they not be good? Yeah, coffee and chocolate. I'm sure they they taste delicious. Yeah, so we're going to give them a whirl and something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, came home, picked up Killian again. Mm-hmm. Uh, came home, we had chili on Sunday. Peach made some chili. And the crock pot. It was very tasty. One of her finest chilies Thank yet. You. I mean, a... And that means something yeah. because I scarred <laughs> Jeff with my very first chili I made him. Yeah, so this one was very tasty. She made some cornbread too. It was a very tasty meal, you know. The only thing I don't like about it, but I like eating it, is, you know, sprinkle some cheese on top, which I had never done growing up. I never ate, like, cheese on my chili because I wasn't a big cheese guy. But I hate that when you're done and you're washing the dishes, the cheese solidifies mm-hmm. on the fucking spoons, on the bowls, and no matter how much hot water you use, it doesn't seem to fucking melt off. So you have to like scrub and pick and scrape, like cold and I don't know. I don't know what happens to the cheese. It turns into like fucking rubber cement. 
Uh, it's a pain in the ass, is what it is. Uh, but yes, the chili was very tasty, and we had some spiced apple cider that Peach had had since last year that she <laughs> bought at World Market. Yeah. Um, it's French soda, the same stuff as the cranberry lime I just got. It's a French sparkling beverage. The company is called Remy. R-I-E, with a little accent over it, M-E. Um, it's spiced apple. Uh, it had a little pop-top, like, latch-top oh thing yeah. in it. it. It scared the shit out of Peach. I had no idea that this was carbonated. On it, it says sparkling, but if, if you've been here for a while, you know I don't fucking read shit. Um, when it's important, I don't read it. Um... And I, like, go to unhook it like I'm just, like, you know, opening a fucking Sprite. And this thing pops. And I screamed. I was like, ah! (laughs) And Jeff is like, oh, you weren't expecting that, were you? I was like, no, I fucking wasn't. It, like, startled me in my heart race. Um, I had to give her a hug afterwards (laughs) to calm her down. Yeah, so we poured it. It, um... Sadly, it wasn't great. It tasted very much like a candle. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like a candle smells. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible after no, a couple sips. No, it wasn't sips, undrinkable, but, but it was not good. It did give you that feeling of that time of year that you're supposed to get, but it's like that's more of a smell than a taste. Yeah. Um, but it, it's always weird how, like, your sense of smell and taste are hooked, linked up like that. Like, sometimes you can be like, oh, well... Because I've had things before that tasted like gasoline smells. Oh. Like, it's weird sometimes where you can, like, this tastes like something smells. Yeah. And, like, it never seems that, even though you understand they're linked and connected and that is possible, it just always feels weird when you say that. Well, when you're like, oh, this tastes like shit, it's like, well, how do you know what shit tastes like? It's like. Yeah, well. Um, and then tonight for dinner, Peach made some roasted chicken with mashed potatoes and green beans, and we had some cornbread, and it was tasty. And I fought with so many people on the phone tonight. Yeah, we've had a lot of mail problems since moving in here. Uh, the, the United States Postal Service sucks dick. And so does FedEx. FedEx sucks. Amazon's the only one that's been getting it kind of right. Uh, everybody else, like Peach had things that said they were delivered today. They're not in our fucking mailbox. They weren't on our porch. They weren't in, like... You know how you when you live in apartments, like you have your own mail slot, like at the mutual, like the shared mail area, and they have bigger doors for packages, and you get a key in your whatever. We don't have any key. We didn't get any packages, even though it says it's delivered, but it's not fucking here. And now these businesses like TJ Maxx and Victoria's Secret don't want to refund money because they feel like you're crying wolf because you have these problems so much. But it's like it's not our fault. It's the fucking delivery people's fault. Yeah. And, like, I've only ever ordered from TJ Maxx one other time, and that was, like, two years ago. And, like, I had no issue with that because it went to the old house. But, like, I this is my second time having an issue with Victoria's Secret. Um, I've had multiple issues with Target to the point that the, the last person I, I, had sp- I had to speak to on the phone... It, this woman was like, I suggest you just start, stop ordering online and shop in store only. It's like, well, that doesn't work because you yeah. don't always have everything in stock. It's like, so I have to inconvenience myself because people can't do their fucking yeah. jobs properly? And like, okay, I would get it and I understand if someone is like stealing it or whatever. But like, 
Amazon, my, our packages are always here. When I got, like, the giant fucking package from Target that had all my classroom school supplies, that made it here. Um, and, like, other times when FedEx has delivered Target stuff, it, like, has a picture. And we knew that it went but, to another place because of yeah, the picture. There's been problems with, like, today it's saying it's delivered when it's clearly not delivered. Things being delivered to other people's houses, like the one place that got delivered to another apartment in here that was also 24, but another street. They were nice enough to bring it over to us, uh-huh. but it's like if that was like shady people, they wouldn't have fucking brought it over and we would have been out that shit. It, or then, like the woman, um, I or I got my Young Living monthly order and she had ordered from Bath and Body Works and I got her Bath and Body Works and she got my Young Living. And the only reason that I know that she got my Young Living was because Jeff walked it over and to give it to her and knocked on the door to hand it to her. And she was like, oh, I think I got your package too. Bitch, you fucking opened it. Yeah, so it's like, well, I was going to bring it. It's like, it's well, like, well no, why'd you, you open it? Why would you open it if you knew it didn't have your name on yeah, it and it wasn't yours? You opened it probably with the intent to be nosy and see what it was and see if it was worthwhile returning or keeping. Peach is lost out on two knife sets that she mm-hmm. ordered that probably got delivered somewhere else a 24 pine cove instead of you know somewhere yeah. else and it's like and most recently it says it on there for a reason like how can you fuck that up like there are two different names and like they're two different streets and like those people like she sent me a thing going like oh it says it's delivered and i was the one that pointed out i'm like that's not our porch like, our sign isn't there. Yeah. Our mat isn't there. Like, we don't have a mat. And this was, like, when we were dealing with everything with the washer. And I was like, well, fuck, did they, like, move our sign? Because we didn't have a mat at this time. And Jeff is like, no, our sign isn't there. And they have a mat. That's not our door. So, luckily, I was able to walk over there. And they hadn't brought the package in yet. And today, I walked over there in hopes of getting one of the two packages that have been delivered in the past five days that I haven't received. And I knocked on the door and I heard someone talk and they were like, who's at the door? And or the one person said, there's a girl at the door. Well, who is it? I don't know. I'm not answering. So it's like they very clearly, like, I don't think they knew that I could hear them, but it's like they were there. Should have been like, I can hear you. Like, no, because I, I don't know, know who's on my mail. I don't know who's on the other side of that. But if you can hear them talking, like I can hear you talking about me. Like I want to try yeah. to find out about my fucking mail packages so, that you probably have. So my TJ Maxx package was delivered by FedEx. Um, TJ Maxx refuses to refund me. FedEx basically was like, there's nothing we can do. We can, like, make a note of it and make a report of it. But the guy was like, it was marked delivered. And I'm like, well, so I'm just out $100 because the order was, like, $95. And TJ Maxx refuses to refund. And FedEx yeah. says there's no um, there's no secure uh, there's insurance. insurance, thank you, on the package. And that's complete bullshit. It's like, it's not here. I don't care what's marked what. Or what's marked where. It is clearly not fucking here. And like this is not the first time this has happened. So it's like. Be a good fucking business. And like. I'm a customer that has your store card. And I've been loyal and whatever. But it's like. Don't want to keep shopping with these businesses. That aren't going to help you out. When you need uh, helped out. And it's then. Like, um, so that was last Wednesday. And because of. TJ Maxx's customer service hours, they're only open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday. They don't have late night hours. They don't have weekend hours. 
um, I didn't have the ability to call them. They always say like, oh, wait a couple of days. So it's like, well, I'll call Monday. And that gives it their quote unquote window of waiting to make sure because their fate, like their go-to line, the favorite thing that comes out of all these businesses. Well, even though it was marked delivered, give it two or three days. It's like, that's not how shit works. If it was marked delivered, it shouldn't be marked delivered until it's in my mailbox, on my front step, in my hands. Like, why was it marked delivered if it's clearly not fucking delivered? And like, this is another thing, but so I fucking hate that none of these delivery services, FedEx, USPS, UPS, um, fucking LaserShip, uh, Amazon, no one knocks on the door to be like, hey, you have a package, knock, knock, knock. Well, that's not how it works, you know. No, but it fucking pisses me off. Like, at least Amazon, like, it'll come through as a notification on the Echo or whatever. It'll be like, oh, your package has been delivered. Um, Or it'll, like, flash or whatever. But, like... This, so my TJ Maxx was through FedEx, so I'm going to have to call again tomorrow both places and see if someone will do something for me because it just really sucks. And it's like, okay, I can't reorder the items because they're all sold out because TJ Maxx, their inventory is limited. Um, And it was like holiday stuff and outfits for um, kids I babysit for for their birthday so I'm out that stuff. Now I don't have presents and I don't have the stuff that I ordered. But um, the stuff that was coming today from Victoria's Secret, that was delivered by USPS. It marked delivered on the Victoria's Secret site and it marked delivered on that stupid USPS virtual mail center bullshit that we signed up for. It's like informed delivery. Like it tells you what's coming, what you should be expecting and it's like, well, it's not fucking here. Like, and like, okay, like in the past, if there it was a bigger box, like they'd put a key in, like, oh, go get it at, like, here's the key, go whatever. So it's like the mail carrier put the key in the wrong thing or just fucking kept my package, marked it as delivered. And like, that's what the, the guy at the USPS, the second guy I talked to, was more helpful. And he was like, well, I get, uh, I'll make a claim and someone will contact you. But again, I don't know if that's going to do any good because it's like you'd have to ask the mail carrier and it's like they should know who delivered the mail today. Like there should be a schedule or whatever. And it's like, well, where the fuck's my package? And like you, if you fucked up and you put the key in, it's like you need to figure out where my package went. You guys need to be held responsible for that because Victoria's Secret is like, oh, well, um, we're not doing anything um, until September 1st. And it's like, well, that's in like three days because they want to give it the benefit of the doubt. And it's like, why the fuck would something be marked delivered if it wasn't delivered? And like, I kept like talking to the guy and he was like, well, I can put in for like, a, um, I can like return the items and I can reship out what you ordered and I was like okay and then when I was talking to the guy at USPS he was like oh well your address isn't what you're saying it is I'm like well what are you talking about and he was like there's a part of your address that's missing because like our apartment number is a number and then a letter and he was like the letter's not there and I was like oh well that's weird and so I like called Victoria's Secret back up and I was like, can I update my address with you guys? And the guy was unhelpful, 
but I figured out how to do it through the app. But then I was like talking, like kind of like processing all the information everyone has given me. Cause like I said, I've talked to four different companies and the only person that was like kind of sort of helpful was the USPS guy, but like he didn't solve the problem. He just said that he's like someone from the Mount Laurel post office is supposed to get in touch with me within the next three days. But, um, so he was like, well, that part of your address is missing. And I, and as like, I'm talking to Jeff about it, I'm like, but they knew it was going to us because it was still connected to my email and my address. And like, I got the notification that it was being delivered. Like, so even if the address wasn't a perfect match, I was still getting the notification that it was coming to my mailbox. So, like, at some point, somewhere along the way, the USPS delivery person fucked up. The mail carrier fucked up. He either put the key in the wrong thing or didn't actually deliver it and marked it as delivered. Yeah. So, I have all that wonderful stuff to deal with. And, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get the package that was already marked as delivered or if they're going to send a new one out or what it's just fucking a headache and a hassle and again it's like this stuff that I ordered from Victoria's Secret isn't carried in store so it's not even like I could have gone to a store and gotten it and like again this is the USPS, this is FedEx, it's Victoria's Secret, TJ Maxx, Target. Like, the only person that's been consistently good with deliveries is Amazon. Like, knock on wood, we haven't had an issue. Yeah, and it's like... It's kind of bullshit, because I just signed into like, the informed delivery thing. Because usually with pieces of mail, you can click on, you didn't receive it. And you can't but with, with that, you can't fucking do that. And that's bullshit, because it's like, it's, we didn't fucking receive it. Because it says delivered, and it's like, you didn't fucking deliver it. It's like, well, no, you didn't. And again, this is your fuck up. You know, it's yeah. bullshit. Like, mm. this is directly your fuck up. So. But... That's it for this episode. Uh, we're at an end. I always try to find like ways to add in some stuff that I want to talk about. But even though we feel like we're not doing a lot, we have a lot to talk about. And mm-hmm. it takes like an hour and a half. We're at an hour and 33 right now. And I don't want to go too far. I don't want to get one of those two-hour episodes. Yeah. Because I wanted to talk about like um, Blairstown Diners up for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, up in Massachusetts at the Lizzie Borden house, there's a coffee shop that's opened up and the house bed and breakfast. The owner of it now is very pissed off about the coffee house. Um, that says he's in there infringing on his intellectual property. Cause he just thinks he owns all of Lizzie Borden, everything. That guy's a big dumb bitch. He is. And I'm not very happy that he has bought the house and that he's the new owner. And it's very sad since Leanne passed away and the other guy retired and sold it to this douchebag. Is he on Maplecroft too? No, I do not believe so. Oh, good. 
Um, not that anybody's doing anything with that or has done anything with well, that. There's been talks about his... it for years that that was going to turn into a bed and breakfast. That well, hopefully he doesn't get his hands on that as well. Yeah, he's just a big douchebag that wants everything his way, and he can do shit, but nobody else can do the same shit that he's doing. And he thinks he owns fucking everything, and he steals tours from other places. Like he owns a company that's called U.S. Ghost Tours. Or Ghost Adventures. It's like, oh, well, there's a show called Ghost Adventures, but you called yours U.S. Ghost Adventures. That's not you infringing on anything, right? You know, or I've heard tell of, like, in different cities where he has ghost tours, well, he just steals a lot of information from ghost tours that have already been established there for years. And he, like, pretty much steals everything from them. Wonderful. Just what I've heard. I haven't experienced it, so I don't know. But just what he's done with the Lizzie Borden house in general, it's just... We always wanted to go back, but as long as he owns it, I don't think we would go back. It doesn't seem like it would be the same experience. Like, we had a very fun time when we went there. And if you want to hear all about that, you can listen to one of our very early episodes. I believe it's episode three, maybe two. But you should go back and listen to all of our episodes if you're a beginning listener. But we did talk about our experience of staying over the night at the Lizzie Borden house. And it was a very fun experience, and a lot of stuff happened, and a lot of crazy stuff went on, but I don't think it would be the same staying there today. I don't think we would have the same experience, just what this guy is doing, you know. So, I hope the coffee business does well. I wish we lived close enough so we could patronize it. Yeah, because we'd patronize the fuck out of that coffee house. (laughs) Yeah. But I wanted to talk more about that stuff, but again, I didn't want to go too much further into stuff, so... Maybe next episode, if we don't do a lot of stuff this next week coming up, and we've got some time to fit it in. And, uh, won't be going shopping. No, we won't be going shopping. But that's it for this episode, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya.